0: A'ight, 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 I hear you, b I I hear you, b. Shit was a'ight, you know what I'm saying? A'ight, 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 ay, 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 nigga Peep though, if you SBA pay, you call me young Repo, Old Debo. You can rapidly move your feet, so, but nigga what's graphics to a cheat code. You know that guarantee ain't for the hood, turn your cheetah into Cheetos. Flamin' nigga think he bangin' I make you take your chain out of places you should tuck your chain in But no, you can get it back if you pay him I make you smith a will if you ever think
1: and about J-D. happy Monday everyone It is Maestro This is Maestro Ah And uh another edition of Mano a Mano Coming right at you Uh Kenny's gonna be joining us shortly Alright, we got a lot to talk about Obviously Uh, The topic of the day is the Gypsy King Tyson Fury, okay? The Gypsy King Tyson Fury did his thing this past weekend, obviously. All right, we saw a big fight coming to you straight out of London in England in the United Kingdom, and Fury did what I thought Fury was going to do uh which was win this fight comprehensively i did believe um that he was gonna win by stoppage Uh, he did do that uh there were a lot of narratives going into this fight okay one of the narratives that people constantly mentioned was well you know he didn't really want to take this fight okay well why well you know uh Tyson Fury uh, always ducks the competition. Tyson Fury has only defended his title once, and he defended his title against a guy that he had already beat twice. Well, that wasn't exactly accurate because Tyson Fury didn't actually win the first fight with Deontay Wilder. A lot of people thought that he did, me being one of them. But officially, that fight was ruled a draw. All right, and officially... That was not a win for Tyson Fury. And as we all know, a lot of Deontay Wilder's biggest supporters claim that he was robbed, claimed that there was a slow count, claim that how can you possibly lose a fight when you've knocked the other guy down twice? Well, ask one Manuel Marquez about that because he actually got dropped more than that. Uh, and, and his fans actually thought he won that fight against Pacquiao. So, look, he got knocked down twice in the first fight. A lot of people thought he won. I was one of them. Not everybody thought he did. A lot of Wilder people thought that Wilder won. Okay. So, they went to a rematch. And, obviously, there were two interim bouts in that rematch. The two interim bouts being the first one, all right, uh, Tom Schwartz. The second one, Otto Vallee. Kenny's joining us. Kenny was good. All right. And, uh, you know, after that, he faced Deontay Wilder a second time. Now, he comprehensively beat Deontay Wilder the second time. What happened? How Wilder was cheating? What kind of cheating? Well, you know, was the egg weights, loaded gloves, you know, uh, disloyal trainer, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then, as we all know, Tyson Fury did try to start – negotiations, did start negotiations with AJ or his team did anyways, and they were supposed to fight. It didn't happen. Why? Because he was contractually obligated to take on Wilder a third time, which he did. And he obviously won that by knockout. So, you know, I think it's safe to dismiss the idea that he doesn't fight people, that he doesn't defend his title. Uh, And I think it's also safe to dismiss Kenny, the idea that Tyson Fury doesn't have any punching power um, because this is his third win now by knockout. Um, and this one was actually a brutal one punch knockout. We'll get into that in a moment. But look, there are a lot of narratives out there, Kenny. He can't punch. He doesn't fight anybody. The, uh, Dillian's a bad style matchup for him. He's not a star. You know, it wouldn't sell out Wembley. Uh, It won't do well on pay-per-view. We don't know how it did on pay-per-view yet. We don't know that. But uh, what we do know is that he, 94,000 tickets were sold, Kenny. He got a one-punch KO. And we got to start looking at, you know, can we please be objective, Kenny, about this man and, and how good he is as a heavyweight? Give me your thoughts now on Tyson Fury before I get back into it. Tyson Fury is as great as
2: we thought that he is. Tyson Fury has shown it and continues to show it. Anybody who's still doubting, disliking, talking shit about Tyson Fury is just flat out a hater. You you remember, uh, I definitely didn't like Tyson Fury to begin with. Just a lot of the things he says and carries himself. But then it grew on me. And I'm not a hater, so I could appreciate the work that he's doing. It's not, oh,
0: I don't like Tyson Fury, so
2: he sucks. You know, like people, people need to come out of that nonsense. The guy is great. He can box. He has great footwork. He has a great gas tank. He knows how to stay away. That jab is amazing. That one-two is amazing. He was switch hitting, but his switch hitting didn't look that amazing, although he looked amazing in the fight. The guy is super impressive. He has power. He has control of his mind and his mental and emotions, something that Dylan White kind of showed not to have at certain times in the fight and show that he was losing the mental battle. Tyson Fury is a great in the sport of boxing. He's very headstrong, whether you believe it or not. Uh, the only thing that I'm kind of disappointed with is that he continues speaking about retirement and the seeming like uh a fight with Usyk will will never ever happen. Never. I, like it, it for me. with the, some of the things that he was saying, it kind of sounds like he's not even counting Usyk as like one of the main heavyweights. Like it's not it, for like the way he makes me feel is like <clears throat> in his book, the older class of heavyweights are the guys that he compares himself to, and the newer class like Usyk and whoever else is coming up, he doesn't care about because he's trying to retire.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a fair assessment, Kenny. I mean, he first won the heavyweight championship when he beat Vladimir Klitschko and Dusseldorf, right? And when he did that, he became the WBA super, IBF, and IBO heavyweight champion of the world. Uh, you know, th- uh, we, all, we often forget that Vladimir wasn't undisputed. His brother, Vitali held the WBC title, but he was considered to be the man by many, right? Uh, but those are the titles that he won, and th- that's who he kind of sees himself in a class with, right? Although he sees himself as better than Klitschko, obviously, because he beat Klitschko. But he might, as he said, pull an Andre Ward and retire with all his faculties intact you know, retire undefeated, um, I can't begrudge him that. I mean, you can't force somebody to, you know, be a professional fighter. And, and I mean, if, you, if you've if spent so long in a game and you've got so many millions of dollars in the bank, I mean, you know, as fans, we want to see him against Usyk, but I also understand if he just doesn't want to work anymore and just wants to retire. I mean, the guy is obviously within his rights uh to do that and his argument would be look I already held the titles that that Usyk is holding those titles that Usyk is is holding are titles that I already used to hold and no one defeated me for those titles so I've literally held every single championship that there is to hold in the sport of boxing and I'm just I'm just not you know, wanting to to continue with this anymore, I I can kind of see that. You know, um, I'm gonna drop the link because I did invite Tony to come on because Tony was a big uh, proponent of the Dillian White Dillian White show at the beginning. So Tony, stream is over there. You could you could uh, link to the stream is over there. Jump on if you can, Tony. Uh, so yes, look, I do want to go into one thing real quick though before Tony jumps on, which is this whole. I call it push gate controversy that uh Dillian White has kind of brought up in terms of the final push um that, that Fury gave in that fight. So he he obviously hit him with with that brutal right uppercut, and then he kind of pushed him to the ground afterwards. Who haven't we seen do that though? I mean, we've seen a lot of guys Everybody. do that. Everybody. Now, what I want to do, too, is I want to show a quick video real quick. And then, Tony, I'm going to bring you right on. And the video I want to show is a video of a Dillian White fight. He was fighting a guy out of Georgia by the name of Zurab Niashevili. And check this out. What did this fella early? Oh, and well, he might just do that with a right to the
0: body. And then he followed up.
3: That's dangerous. I mean, he was on the floor for that punch.
0: Okay, it was a reaction. Thankfully, right the
4: referee doesn't look to be...
1: I mean, that was the end of that fight. Now, if you want to talk about a foul to end a heavyweight fight with a knockout, I mean, that's it. You know, uh, Tony, thank you for joining us, fam. Uh, Tony, obviously, being out there uh, in the U.K., uh, tell me what you thought about Dillian's performance. Tell me what you think about Tyson Fury's performance. And also tell me, what is this is this anything to be concerned about, the push after the, after the punch? Hi guys,
5: so um, yeah, thanks for inviting me First and foremost um, I'm here to eat some Humble Pie
1: Because
5: um, Yeah I, I'm, I'm definitely One of those guys that Want to be um, You know, talking the talk And walking the walk And for me, this was A good friend in Dillian White And I've always Believed that, you know If you think it into existence, talk it into existence, it will become into existence. So I couldn't put a negative energy into my thought process around Dillian winning this. Now, could Dillian White have upset the apple cart and defeated Tyson Fury? I truly believed he had the tools to do it. However, what I saw on Saturday night did not in any way resemble the game plan that i had th- i seen that was necessary to defeat a guy of tyson fury's capabilities and i'm not going to dismiss Kat tyson fury because he's a great champion he's a fantastic boxer yeah not just a fighter he's a boxer he has great fundamentals he has a, a, a you know a unique um Style, and he showed his 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 capabilities to draw a man in, not show his game completely until it's absolutely open to deliver the concussive finishing shot, which he did. Um. So that's my feelings. Is is basically whatever Dillian was doing to prepare for this fight, his game plan was either ill-advised or ill um, delivered. So one of two things, you either didn't do as you you were training to do, or on the day you didn't do it. And as a boxing trainer myself, I can tell you countless times that very often you train a fighter and you go, you do this, you do that in this situation, you do this, you do that. And on the day when the lights are bright, it all goes out the window. I could tell you, having traveled the world extensively, having been in all the top gyms in America, there are guys I've seen in boxing gyms who look like mustard that, looks, that look great when sparring in the gym. And you go, what happens when they
1: turn up in front of the big lights? Just doesn't happen. So let me ask you this. Yeah. Because when he came out Southpaw, I mean, no disrespect, because I like Dillian White a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I have met his brother. I got a lot of respect for him, too. But when he came out in Southpaw, I'm like, is this the strategy that they have? Is this it? Is this the brilliant thing that they've come up with? Because I've never seen Dillian fight Southpaw before. He's not really known as like a technical, scientific type boxer. So the idea that his strategy to beat Fury would be to come out Southpaw, uh, I mean, I saw no way for him to fight many rounds Southpaw. and. At the end of the day, it's going to take Fury, what, half a round to figure that out? And then he immediately switches back to Orthodox? What was your sense when he came out Southpaw? Did that instill confidence in you? I mean, what... what... To be honest, fighting Southpaw is not a big problem, Maestro.
5: It really isn't. I'm a switch hitter myself. Yeah. So for guys who were watching, I had a decent amateur career. I never turned pro, but I'm a boxing trainer. Fighting Southpaw, if you've got a, 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 you know, any decent boxing skills, fighting Southpaw is not a huge problem. Um, I didn't see a problem in him coming out and fighting Southpaw. What I found a problem was intensity.
1: Yeah, I mean, to me, look, fighting Southpaw, sparring Southpaw—that's one thing, right? Mm. Turning up for the biggest fight in your life against. Well, who I think, and we'll get into this discussion later. I think he's the best heavyweight since Lennox, uh, doing something totally different than you've ever done in a fight before. Um, I mean, I I, I didn't really, it, I didn't really think it was that great of a strategy personally, and, and then I think that they figured out that it wasn't either because they immediately went to orthodox the very next round. Yeah, you know, so, um, I mean, Kenny in? like fighting southpaw in a championship fight uh, against. The best in the world, I mean, I, I it, it was an issue f- for me, for sure.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I thought it was a, a terrible strategy. I feel like everything, his whole entire preparation and everything for this fight was all terrible. It, this is the biggest fight of your life. You, you, you would think that he's at least going to come in in better shape than he has in his last five, ten fights. Shit, he looked just as fat, if not exactly the same or worse. Uh, you know, but that, that's not technically true. That's not in, technically in, true, in, Kenny. In, in my opinion, we all have an opinion. In my opinion, yeah. in, in my opinion, I, 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 I think that he looked exactly the same. He didn't bring anything better to the table. He didn't look more powerful. He didn't look faster. He didn't look more aggressive. He wasn't throwing higher volume. There was nothing that he did that was better than any of his previous fights. He looked just as boring, the same exact Dillian White that he was in all of the previous fights. This is the biggest fight in your career, bro. Like, stop it. You... You need to change something, and that change can I, can I, is not to I come out of I quickly pull ball.
5: you up on that, though, Kenny? Go ahead. Go ahead. Because
1: you let's lost, be honest. You mano Tony, you get, you get right at it. Go. Yeah,
5: so what I'm going to say is, let's look at the first t- couple of rounds against Povetkin. Yeah? Because if you're going to tell me this performance was on par with the first rounds against Povetkin, I'm going to tell you you're looking at a different fighter. Because those rounds against Povetkin were... The intensity was way better. Way better. What I saw on Saturday night to me looked like a guy overtrained and just wasn't in, in the zone. And I I kind of felt a way when he weighed in and then started dancing with his opponent. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was, like, it was a little bit concerning. That uh, was concerning to me. When I saw it, I'm like, it's just like electronic music's playing in the background. Right. I mean, they're doing like, what are we, raving right now? I mean, yeah. you're you about to fight for the biggest. You're about to bust a man <laughs> and
5: you're dancing
1: with him. You're swapping caps. You're shaking
5: hands. You're touching tummy. I mean, come on, guys. I'm, You know, I, I can be your friend. But if I'm about to do battle royale with you, it's no way I can be doing these things with you.
1: This is because true.
5: You're going to get in my head. And that's what Tyson Fury is an expert at doing. This whole radio silence by Dillian White was an effort to prevent Tyson Fury getting into his head. And then you come and turn up three days before the fight. And then you let the man get in your head.
2: Yeah. yeah. You mean- one, one, one quick comment. I, I have to say that. I definitely think that Dillian White looked different, a, a, a little different against Povetkin because Povetkin is a much smaller man with much less reach, way older, way less miles left on the gas tank. That's why. Tyson Fury, that's a different man. That's a seven-foot beast with crazy reach, uh, endurance, and footwork. Uh, Dillian White wasn't able to get off specifically because it's Tyson Fury and not Povetkin. If you replace Tyson Fury in that ring with Povetkin, I assure you,
1: Deontay, not Deontay, Dillian White would have looked phenomenal. Well, okay, so Let me, let me, let, let me just let me, let, me. In, let me jump in and I'm right back to you. So, what okay. I want to say about that, Kenny, is going into this fight, I was very clear that the biomechanics of fighting somebody who's taller than you are totally different than fighting someone who's shorter than you. And there's a big difference between punching up and punching down, and that Dillian has, didn't really have that many fights against guys taller than him. I believe uh, Helanius is significantly taller. I believe that Wak is significantly taller. And I may be thinking of um, uh, forgetting a, a, another name in there somewhere. AJ's taller than him. He, he didn't have success really against AJ. You're fighting a taller guy. Like, there was no getting low. There's no changing levels. I mean, when you're a shorter guy falling, t- fighting a taller guy, We've seen it throughout boxing. You don't only have to look at a Mike Tyson bobbing and side to side, but you got to get under his jab and work the body. And he tried to fight a big man style, jabbing for jabbing against a guy who's much bigger than him, when really he's a shorter guy and he needs to get low and get on the inside. And it just didn't seem like he was able to do that. Uh, Back to you, Tony. So, yeah, I mean,
5: um, in terms of those early rounds this is the interesting point i scored the first round even so imagine this he comes out in a southpaw stance and neither fighter really is going at it but what they're doing is they're they're trading they're looking for you know okay let me see what you got and you know tyson's working him out thinking oh hang on a second i haven't thought about this guy coming out southpaw So they traded jabs, but they didn't really trade. There was no, you know, full engagement. You know, one or two big shots missed, but nothing was hit of note. I call call that an even round. Are you aware that after three rounds, one judge had Dillian White up two rounds to one?
1: I mean, that's ridiculous. Uh, I don't know what that judge was looking at. At best, I could have given Dillian White a first round and that was about it. Yeah, After that first round, I mean, then Fury came out southpaw and he came out orthodox. And honestly, other than a couple kind of around the the belly body shots from the right hand, maybe there was one from the the hook or left hook, Dillian didn't really land any significant punches on Saturday night. He didn't Really. really land anything significant to the head, and there was very little bit landed to the body that was significant. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one shot that Fury kind of rolled with that was to the head, but nothing really significant. And what was interesting to me, and I said this before people got on me when I said it on, on, on the Undefeated, where, you know, I'm a big fan of the Undefeated. Those are my guys. OK, KG and Trav right there. Everybody needs to check out that show. You could catch Tony on that channel, too. He's got a show on that channel, by the way. Um It came back down to the whole idea of getting disrespected and people didn't like the math that I put down for them, but Usyk got less than 20% against uh, Joshua, obviously Uh, Andy Ruiz got less than 20% in the rematch where he was defending three titles and Floyd never, when he was the A side, no one touched near anything close to 20%. Um, When you break down the completed rounds in that fight, five rounds, I gave him, let's be generous, one round, all right? That's literally 20%. I mean, it was not a competitive fight, you know? I think that's a a terrible analogy. analogy. People don't like it, but I'm going to say it. I mean... (laughs) It's a terrible analogy. Okay, so let's look at the reverse of that. Because I know you wouldn't like it, but at the end of the day... When you're talking about a 50-50 fight, right, Uh, you're talking about what people bring to the table, right? You're talking about what they've earned in the past. You're talking about the competitiveness of the fight, right? i I made a case in terms of what I think a split should be between Errol Spence Jr. and between Terrence Crawford, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Part of that is the competitiveness of the fight. The other part of that is what each of these guys has done at the box office, uh, in terms of pay per views and in terms of ticket sales. Right? Mm-hmm. When you when when you look at what each of these guys brought into the fight, and when you look at how non competitive this fight was, I think it's pretty much been established that twenty percent was nowhere near disrespectful as a payday. I mean, six million, seven million, whatever it was. Do you think he was underpaid?
2: No, he was heavily overpaid, oh, but the, but this oh, is no the thing. He was
1: overpaid, my brother. Leading into the fight. Was he, he- underpaid? he was heavily
2: overpaid the thing is that in him being heavily he was heavily overpaid just because this the, the purse bid and all this money that was put forward for this fight this fight didn't deserve all those fans all that money to re- break all these records this isn't a, this isn't fury aj this this fury and 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 dillian uh, and deontay wilder was way much of a bigger better exciting fight that i would love to see a fourth time as opposed to seeing white in the ring with fury so yes both Fury and White both got severely overpaid for this trash fight.
5: So what I'm gonna say in response to that is, why didn't Fury and Wilder sell out any one of their three fights? So clearly, your boy Wilder couldn't sell out his local church for a, for a, for a, for, a, for a supermarket. That yeah? has nothing to do with. So the let me tell ability. you about why. Let me tell you about why White deserves to get his money. Because ain't no way anybody else is bringing 94,000 on a 41 million pound, biggest ever, pay-per-view event
2: in Europe ever. This is Wembley. Substitute, Substitute Dillian White with AJ. I bet money. I okay. put my life
5: on it, that it sells by far,
1: I would have even added Chisora to that list, tenfold, tenfold. Yes, no.
5: Fellas, I've no, been no, to no. two fights with Tyson Fury versus Derek Chisora. I've been to two fights with Tyson Fury versus Derek Chisora here in London. You're talking rubbish. He didn't sell out Wembley Arena. Who did not Tyson
1: Fury and Derek Chisora fighting each other in their first two battles. Yeah, but you're talking about when he was with McHennessy. Uh, or, right. That, so I mean, my ben, show. promoted properly back Listen then. Listen to what I'm saying to you Before again. Now. I'm not yeah. denying your point, Kenny.
5: AJ versus Tyson Fury would eclipse all of the numbers that were done on Saturday night because AJ is the division cash cow. We're gonna but get to let's not game. get this wrong, Maestro. Okay. Let's not get this wrong. No other dance partner in the heavyweight division can bring you ninety-four thousand and all those record numbers for a heavyweight fight involving Tyson Fury.
1: Name me another fighter who brings those numbers. Okay, so here's my thing. I want. I'll. I'll we. Well, Kenny already named you two. I named. He. I. He named who? one. I named you one. Who did you name? Sorry, Kenny named AJ. Yep. Okay, that's definitely who I said. Who I, I said is the only other fighter. Right. Go on. And prior to the last couple fights with Chizora, I think he could have done it against Chizora. I also think he could have filled it with Usyk. I think. Hang U- on, wait. Hang I think, hang on, wait. I think I Usyk, Usyk. would do ninety four thousand in Wembley against Fury. I think he would. But that's just the. That's just the. That's just wait. A, wait. 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 Wait.
5: wait. Wait, wait, wait! My guy, my guy, yeah. sick Enough respect to my guy. I have enough respect to all my my Ukrainian brothers. But let me tell you something. Mm. I've seen sick live. I've seen Lomachenko live. Yeah. That man moved with about three hundred fans in their in their party. Three hundred man.
1: We understand
5: that, but we, I was at Madison Square Garden to see the one of the greatest fights I've seen in live. Was Lomachenko against um, Linares, your good friend? No, you yeah? I was, at I was there, fight. brother.
1: And he was at that fight. I was at that fight, fight, brother. you come to New York, you got to check in with my aunt
5: And you gotta... know, I'm always in New York. I have family in New York. Okay, my, aunt live, my aunt lives in Brooklyn. My other aunt okay. lives in Queens. Yeah? South Ozone Park. Catch me in that area, brother. All, right. All right. Yeah? All right. But let me tell you. I've seen Ukrainian fighters, the top two Ukrainian fighters, several times. I love those guys. Mm. I've seen Yusik. I've seen Lomachenko. But unfortunately, those guys don't move with huge crowds.
1: Let me ask you this. When Klitschko fought AJ at Wembley, was that a Klitschko crowd or was that an AJ crowd? That's an AJ crowd. Thank Even. you. Exactly. And it would be a... And, Fury. and, and, and also, hold sorry, I forgot
5: up. to mention. Hold up. I forgot to mention. i just so up. you know. I, I got to make my point.
1: I've seen Klitschko in Germany in a stadium, too. Right, right. So my point is, if Fury fought Usyk, it would have been a Fury crowd, dog. You know it. Just like it was an AJ crowd with with Vladimir Klitschko, it would have been a Fury crowd for a Fury... Uh, Usyk fight, but I don't want to belabor that point. I want to ask you about hashtag push gay. Is that a legit excuse, Tony? No at my brother. No way.
2: That's a bitch made comment right there, bro. Yeah. That's how, how, many, how many people we've seen doing that? Floyd Mayweather used to live off of the punch and push.
1: Yeah. yeah, Yeah, Here's my thing. I said it earlier. I think it was could have been argued to be even merciful. Like this is a guy, you know, this is a guy you sparred with. You don't want to hurt him with another extra shot. You know, he clearly said after the fight that it's the shots after the shot that he landed there to kind of lead to brain damage. Mm Because after that shot, I mean, White was wide open to get another hook, you know, or another shot to the head. And he didn't do it. He just pushed him off. So I didn't, I didn't like that. But he, here's what we're gonna do right now, right? Because there was a little bit of back and forth. I know that the, the tweet was sent out by Eddie Hearn, who I love and respect. I love what Eddie does in the boxing game, right? Got big respect for Eddie Hearn. Hopefully, I'll see Eddie Hearn tomorrow because I'm gonna be heading down to the stat. Uh, sorry, not, I was about to say Statue of Liberty. I mean to say the uh, the uh, Empire State Building because they're gonna be doing a. a a, a PR event for Serrano Taylor um, over there. But I don't think right now we can even keep this discussion going about comparing Fury to AJ. I mean, they're talking about AJ's opponents versus Fury's opponents. Like what, what are we doing here? Are, are, is the sentiment still out there, Tony, that this is even debatable right now that Fury than AJ, I mean, what, what are we doing? What's going what are, on? What's the question,
5: Maestro? Tell me why, again.
1: Why are why? I mean, Eddie sent out that he gave out that tweet and they showed it on the undefeated where he's oh, yeah, con- yeah, he, he's comparing AJ's record to Fury's record and acting. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
5: listen, that's he's
1: that's that's straight, what, what are we talking about here?
5: Straight capping, bruv. You know that that is straight capping. He's gonna uh, talk, he's gonna talk up his boy every time. He's always done that. He will always do that. What do you expect?
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. I forgot. I didn't get to a super chat. I'm gonna get to the super chats and right back to everything. <laughs> All right, we got D style boxing. Uh, D style, thank you so much. Uh, he says Fury Wilder two holds heavyweight gate record. I think that's directed at you, Tony. That, for what? Uh, it for what? holds. What? It holds the gate record in terms of paid attendance in Las okay. Vegas. In Las Vegas, heavyweight okay. title.
5: But let's, talk, let's talk numbers of people walking through the door. I mean, you know, when you pe- when you charge five thousand pounds ringside,
1: yeah, yeah? <laughs> that's that's stupid. That's stupid technology there that you're using, my friend. Okay, well that that's up for uh, for D Style and you to to get through, and I'm gonna go to Nando <laughs> right now. Nando also says, please stop smooth diminishing Tyson Fury. I see you, Tony. He sees you. He sees you, bro. He sees
5: you. Guys, did I not say, well done, Tyson Fury, on his job.
1: You did, and you also said that it's all cat, the Eddie Hearn thing comparing the record. Thank you. So here's what we're going to do real quick, right? I did something a few months ago. I meant to do it again, right? I haven't done it in a minute. It's called Versus, all right? Tyson Fury Versus. All right. I'm going to the chat right now. Give me a name. All right. And I don't want you to give me Lennox Lewis. We'll do that one last. Your boy Nando's coming right back at you, Tony. He's giving you a fist bump right back at you, bro. So give me a name, Tony. Three belt, four belt era. Who does Tyson Fury have to take a back seat to? Is there a name? Chat, give me a name. I'll give you a name right now, man. Three, three. Look, here's the thing. Uncle Jonah, you brought up George Foreman. No disrespect to that era of boxing. And if you guys want to do George Foreman, I'm all, all with it. But that was a different era heavyweights. That was what I call the cruiserweight heavyweight era, personally, where these guys were about the size of today's cruiserweights. But if you want to do that, we could do that. Personally, I don't think George Foreman matches up against Tyson Fury. Uh, George, Foreman's has about, George Foreman's about six foot three, which was huge back in the day in heavyweight boxing. That's a cruiserweight in today's today's era. Um so we could do George Foreman in terms of who he beat. Uh I mean, he beat obviously uh Joe Frazier, right? Uh he beat Viciously. Yeah, viciously, right? He beat Michael Moore. Right. Ken Norton. He beat Ken Norton. Okay. Uh, but do any of those guys compare to Tyson Fury? Mm. Well, right, Ken is- Norton and Fraser. No one that one. Ken Norton and Fraser have to be given props. Because they're ATGs. Yeah, they are. But it was a different era. And at the end of the day, I'm sorry. I don't think Ty- I don't think Ken Norton is beating Tyson Fury. So, I, know, phrases, I, I, I see. I theory. see. I see a
2: few names, though. I see a few names on the list. I, I you're not. I, I see people saying Andy Ruiz. I see. See, he gotta be Usyk. I see Riddick Bo, I see Vitaly Klitschko. I see a bunch of names that aren't necessarily being discussed, and out of all the names that are being discussed, the only one that probably makes any sense whatsoever is our current heavyweight dude. It, which is Usyk. Usyk would, I think, in my opinion, Usyk would pick Tyson Fury the fuck apart. Wow. And I think that's why Tyson Fury staying away from him. That's my opinion. That's my opinion.
1: Yeah, that's my opinion. That's fact. And I think that's why he's staying away be, from him. Look, I'm gonna, look. I'm I'm gonna, let me gonna, tell you. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I'm gonna take a step. I'm gonna take a back seat. Okay. I'm gonna take a back seat, and then I want you to explain that pick for the massive. I'm gonna take a back seat, Kenny. It's- I got you, man. I got you, and that's facts. Look, Tyson
2: Fury is great, but he's great in his capacity. There's a certain aspect that that Usyk has that Tyson Fury does not have, and it's the 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 crazy footwork and and the gas tank that never ends, and being able. To go in, get out of damage, and also hurt the big dude. Also, give him the little, the the weird, funny angles that Usyk be giving, coming from real low. Look, you know, you gotta think about it. Tyson Fury's six foot nine, is it almost seven, seven feet tall? Usyk is six foot three. Uh, and the abilities, the gas tank, the angles, and everything that Usyk does is what I think will have him destroy Fury. And that's why I think Fury's deciding to retire. And Instead of uh, fighting AJ or Usyk or fighting the winner of AJ Usyk, because that's the next thing that's going to be called from him. And, and in my opinion, Usyk destroys Fury. Fury. We've seen Fury get hurt before. Right. Usyk is just too smart. If Usyk hurts Fury, Usyk is going to be able to uh, stop and finish the fight with controlled violence. Usyk is not just going to go out there and empty the tank and let random ass punches go. Usyk is going to, in a controlled, violent manner, Usyk will destroy him to the body and to the head and put that man down so he doesn't get back up. Usyk is not going to do a Deontay Wilder and just continue trying to swing for the fences while out. Usyk is going to be composed. Usyk will break that man down and finish him off. I tell you, I, like put, all, I put all my money on like it. K-O? by KO, bro. Wow. Usyk will stop his ass. Will, wow.
1: Usyk will put that man wow. down. Yeah, wow. I said that. Okay, Everybody so can look, come see uh, me. Ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't happen very often, but this is called mano a mano. All right. And I got to tell you, I 100% disagree with that prediction. Okay. Uh, Tyson Fury is way too big for Usyk. Usyk is a great Cruiserweight, I think he's the greatest cruiserweight of all time. No disrespect to Evander Holyfield. But I think uh, Usyk is the greatest cruiserweight of all time. He did his thing against AJ, but AJ does not have either the size or skills or movement or ability of Tyson Fury. And at the end of the day, I cannot erase the fact that for multiple rounds, Derek Chisora was putting it on Usyk. You see, the thing is, AJ can't fight on the inside. And he's not unorthodox. He's a textbook fighter. All right? There's nothing crazy that's coming at you from AJ. He's beating you with the jab. He's beating you with the right hand. He might throw in a hook or uppercut, but it's all textbook. And he's beating you because he's a superior athlete. There's very little inside game. Derek Chisora, totally different than that. He's unorthodox. He's winging lefts and rights. He's switching stances uh, while he's throwing a punch, and he can get in your chest and bang with you on the inside. Fury can also fight on the inside, and that's something that that AJ couldn't do to to Usyk that I think Fury can. So I I do not think that the great smaller man beats the great bigger man. Uh, Tony, one question. We're going to Tony right after this, Kenny, because I want to hear what Tony has to say on is this. A, is, is,
2: is a question for 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 both of you guys. Okay
1: but I'm gonna let Tony take it.
2: Of course, go for it, go for it. Go, what's um, the question? The, the question is, uh, Deont- Deontay Wilder, he didn't stop Fury, and I'm reading in the chats that, it, because Deontay Wilder didn't stop Fury, that that means that Usyk can't stop Fury. Do you guys agree with that or or do you actually see the controlled aggression, the up down up down, the wisdom that
1: Usyk would use to potentially stop the man or or am I crazy? You're not you're a little bit crazy predicting the stoppage. I think that he's going to be troubling uh, Fury a little bit, but I think Fury is just too big. Like 6 foot 9, 260. You can't you can't teach that hey, okay. people, But Tony, it's on you. Okay.
5: So this big man, little man thing is just total rubbish.
1: It's total rubbish. Really? I mean, yeah, it's, in, a, in, it's a against, against, against... Hang against, on, against hang on, Leonard. wait, wait, like wait. against Leonard.
5: Okay. In most situations, yeah, this is how we... There's a, there's a saying in British, British culture. A good big one always beats a, a good little one. Yeah? Yeah, I agree with that. It's true. It's my it's mostly true. Yeah. But what you have to stop and work out is an exceptional little one will be a good big one. Okay. And we've is, seen is in boxing not history. history. Is boxing, not hang on, wait. Boxing history shows us plenty of good occasions where exceptional little ones, David Hay against Valuev, yeah, Mike Tyson against any six foot plus heavyweight. Yeah. Including Lennox Lewis? Sorry? Including Lennox Lewis, Tyson. man. (laughs) I mean, you heard my, you heard my, you know, my synopsis of Mike Tyson. He doesn't make it in, he doesn't make it in my top 10. He's not in mine either, for
1: the same reasons.
5: Yeah, he's, 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 but let's be honest. There's an, there's an argument that says this whole, he's too small thing is absolute rubbish. Yeah, he's six. He's six foot plus. Y- Yusik is six foot plus. He's not five eleven. He's six foot plus. Yeah. Yeah, he's six three.
1: I've stood. Right. I stood right. So he's he
5: literally an inch smaller than Derek Chisora and Dillian White.
1: Yet you didn't have
5: any qualms actually guys.
1: White. He's taller than Dillian White. Okay. Why not so, Dillian White, he's I- taller than Derek Chisora.
5: So, so I don't get it. How you, how you now saying that a guy who is coming through in the same way Holyfield came through? He was a small heavyweight when he entered the division, but he grew into his size and started destroying people in
1: the heavyweight he, division he to the point he, now he, he, did where he, did a- <laughs> he did not. He's an ATG. He did not. He's an <laughs> Lewis. <laughs> he <did not> <laughs> but hang on, wait. Six Louis. Imagine an Benedict ATG. Lennox was skilled and a big man. Big man. Fury is skilled and a big man. Holyfield had nothing for Lewis. Lewis. Did they fight a draw in New York? A fight that I was at? You know that that fight was was a robbery, fam. Don't tell me you thought that. So that was a draw. Was it a draw? No. Would you have had it a draw? Was it a draw? It was considered a draw, but it shouldn't have been. Thank you. So...
5: Let's be honest. It was a draw. I was at that fight, by the way.
1: So you think it's you think that that was the right decision that it should have been? A oh, big... I'm not
5: going there, bro. I'm not oh, going there. You don't
1: want to go there because you know <laughs> that it leads to the, to the logical conclusion the point, that the, the bigger man is, beats, the, be, beats the the good smaller man. The point is
5: that a guy can grow into his frame. He can develop the size necessary. Let's be honest. Alexander Usyk has the height necessary. He may be a smaller framed guy, but he's growing. He's getting bigger. He's getting thicker.
1: I got yeah? it. I got it. So look, here's what we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen. All right. This is this is Tyson Fury versus the first man up, okay, was George Foreman. I didn't even put up a poll about that one. All right, but we're going to put up a, a poll for the second man up.
2: Fury wins. Easy. Which is
1: Usyk. All right, so I want you to do two things for me. Number one, smash that like button. All right, number two. All right, I want you to answer that poll. Is it Fury? Is it Usyk? All right, is it Fury? Is it Usyk? And then we'll move on to the next name. Uh, and the next name that I want to go through for is, uh, is Andy Ruiz. All right, Andy Ruiz, which was brought up by none other than d style boxing himself uh d style actually tried to call in um i'm gonna try to call him in hopefully we could get d style on the line and uh, d style can a talk to us a little bit about tyson fury and b um make the case sounds like he wants to make the case for andy ruiz jr so let's let's see how it's going so you guys are both agreeing that Usyk beats fury is that what you're saying Oh, I'm definitely saying
2: Usyk beats Fury, hands down. And, and Tony, you're saying? I'm
5: saying he stands a very good chance. Your arguments about size differential is complete rubbish.
1: Okay, give me a it link. It makes
5: give no me, difference, Usyk or Fury. I'm going I'm a go with with Usyk. Oh, like you going I okay. gives, you like the guy. I think Just he like gives. I think he gives Fury, like
1: Fury hell. Just like you like <laughs> Killian, have you not learn not to go with who you like? <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, we got D-Style on the line, D-Style Boxing. What's good, fam? How's it going, guys? I'm on the road. I hope you can hear me good. Am yeah, I we, can hear you, me? we can hear you loud and clear. Yes, sir. Oh, but um, listening in and enjoying the show, you're, you're, you know what I mean? By the way, the whole
6: stadium argument, I mean, unless you want to tell me that Every Vladimir Klitschko fight in a stadium in, in Germany was bigger than, than Ali versus Frazier. Unless you're ready to make that argument because there was more people at the door, I don't want to hear that the big live game monetarily is, is something to scoff at. It's not anything to scoff at. That that, that event made money. All right. So so that, that, that was my point about that. It wasn't some event nobody cared about. And Wilder Fury brought a lot to the table because of that. But that was my point about that.
1: Fair point, fair point. Uh, give us your thoughts on the fight on, on Saturday. Look, um, as soon as I saw the weight, I said two
6: six, it was 264. I felt he was a little too heavy for the Wilder fight. Maybe he didn't like get up for it, and he felt he kind of knew Wilder a little bit. But for this one, I mean, he obviously has uh, – the way I feel about it, He has this hybrid style now where he's obviously still the guy that can work off a jab and, you know, uh, has the boxing skills and everything. Uh, But he also has that cronk style now. It's a lot more aggressive, but he's dropped down at least, what was it like 12, 13 pounds or something. All right. And and, and he's kind of in that hybrid space. And look, I would have, I've been picking uh, Usyk for a while, but I got to change my mind. I, I just think, this Tyson Fury is, if he stays at this weight, if he's around the 260-ish mark, I don't think anybody could beat him. I, I, I don't I, think there's one who on the planet that could beat him.
1: I gotta agree with you. I don't, I don't think that there's a single heavyweight out there that beats him. Now you asked for Andy Ruiz, uh, D-style. I'm gonna end the poll right now. 69% <laughs> of people have, des- have decided to go with Tyson Fury. Uh, that means you know my Astros audience is a very intellectual audience over here. We know that. Same with everyone across ACP, across the undefeated. So that that's no that's no uh, surprise. There seventy percent say Fury. We're gonna end that poll. State your case, D style for for dropping the name Andy Ruiz Jr. as a potential. Uh, you know, I, I was <laughs> I, I was actually being an ass um it was kind of a shot at aj fans
6: because you know he lost to andy andy so i mean you can make of it what you will right and and he survived it. i mean he fought a very survivor type style you know and, and he did what he had to do you know i'll give him credit but he didn't exactly go seek and destroy you know andy ruiz in that rematch he kind of he requested a big ring he did what he had to do stick and move ruiz helped definitely helped him give him a big assist so did uh eddie Hearn with those tacos and the lead up to, to the fight yeah. so, so hey it's all, it's all fair game you know but but i will say this though if fury were to fight aj and weigh like 270 something pounds like the way he looked in that third fight against i do give aj a shot because i think he was very stationary he was getting hit a lot by Wilder in that fight and I think AJ has more offensive tools, not just one, than Wilder. I'm not saying I would favor AJ, but if he came heavy, he would be too stationary for AJ, in my opinion. Um, and if he and, and if he was that heavy against Usyk, he would gas out, in my opinion. So, but anything around the 260 range, it, you know, like kind of what he weighed, you know, on Saturday, I don't think anybody beats him.
1: I got to agree with you. Any anything else, D
6: that is all, man. Check
1: me out tonight on Aftermath. Decel. Absolutely. d is going to be going live for Aftermath at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you tune in to uh, his channel, uh, the HCP Boxing Network. I'm going to drop a link real quick because we've got a guy whose opinion I love to hear. Goes by the Fight Doctor. Fight Doctor, if you're available uh please do join us okay uh before we get to that though i gotta give a big up to chauncey pearls salute what fight happens first fury versus aj slash usick or fury versus nganu mm. uh, Fury's
2: retiring according to his wife he she's his wife said that the only thing that would excite fury enough to come out of retirement would be a big money fight with none other than anthony joshua so I'm going to go on ahead and say that none of these fights are happening because so, uh because Usyk is most likely going to beat AJ for a second time and Tyson Fury wants no piece of Usyk. So it is what it is. I don't know. Well, I don't let's know let's be honest with this uh
5: Francis Ngannou rubbish. Yeah. This is a guy whose average payday is probably all the all the best of about 500 grand. This is true at best. At best. Yeah. He's going. He wants to fight a guy in the same way Conor McGregor looked at his paychecks at the UFC and went, hang on a second, you guys ain't paying me what I can get if I go into the squared circle and face the creme de la creme. Yeah? Francis Ngannou, look, I'd be a fool if I didn't take my title as the heavyweight champion of the UFC and say, let me try my luck. And see if I can get myself a piece of a 40 million pound picture.
1: Yeah, he's trying to monetize that UFC, that UFC background because it ain't getting monetized in the UFC. They're on the yeah. Plantation White plantation. And let's
5: there. be honest, if you ever watch Francis and stand-up game, it's fucking useless. Pardon my French. It's oh, awful. Yeah.
1: Now, here's here's my question for you guys because Fight Proctor brought up a name. The name is Larry. Holmes, okay?
5: That's the guy I would have brought up. That's Larry,
1: the guy. Larry Holmes, okay, finished his career 69-6-0. and 0. A lot of the 80s babies like me, like Kenny, they'll probably know Larry Holmes for being a, the older, flabby version of Larry Holmes. Larry Holmes who, you know, got beat up by Mike Tyson. But that wasn't the best Larry Holmes, okay? No. Uh, no. I don't want to talk about the Larry Holmes that had a split uh, decision lost to Brian Nielsen, right? Or to Larry Holmes that lost a unanimous decision to Oliver McCall. All right? Yeah. We got to talk about the better version of Larry Holmes, although he did lose to Mike Tyson, Michael Spinks, and Michael Spinks. Three three losses in a row. Uh, mm-hmm. The Fight Doctor, state your case, my brother, for none other than Larry Holmes. State your case, please, bro.
7: Well, so here's the thing about Larry is that... Um, Probably the best jab him and uh in my estimation him and Sonny Liston um have the best jabs in arguably the best jabs in heavyweight history. Um, Ollie Ali Ollie. Ollie. Ollie had a good jab, but but I think uh what Ali had a good jab. There's no question, but I think um he it wasn't quite up to, to par with Holmes and uh, and uh, Liston. <laughs>
5: what is
7: this guy talking about? Hey, Look, let him cook. That, let him cook. He's making his case. Listen, uh, Holmes' jab was a was yeah. a it was a thing of beauty. It was, and it was a punishing jab. You know, he could hurt you with the jabs. Same thing with uh with Liston. Uh, Larry Holmes had the boxing IQ, the intelligence, the ring savvy, the the movement, the speed. Larry Holmes was was the complete everything but punching power everything else Larry had it
1: So break, um, break down Larry Holmes versus Tyson Fury then because Larry Holmes let's face facts never fought anybody uh, like a Tyson fury um, you know Larry Holmes was six foot three he did have a tremendous reach though 81 inches which is really long for a guy six foot three but you see him what beating beating a six foot nine. 260-ish Tyson Fury with a jab fight, doctor?
7: Well, so there, there's more to boxing than just the the jab. You know, f- dictating the pace and uh, fighting at a uh, range. And I just think that Holmes would be able to take away some of um, uh, Fury's strengths. Remember, Larry Holmes a 15-round fighter. Yep. So conditioning would not be a problem here, whereas if we look at... uh we look at tyson fury look at the uh the the fights he had with um with uh, uh Deontay Wild, especially a third fight both of those guys were gassed in the second half of a fight we're talking about a 12 round fight now if you take tyson fury put him in the 15 round era, he would be a contender but if he were around during the 15 Round era, when the top guys were fighting in in the heavyweight division, um, Tyson Fury would be he would be look. Joe Lewis had six seven guys in his day, and he was knocking those guys out. Okay, and Joe Lewis was a hundred and ninety six pound heavyweight.
1: Yeah, so I called it that. That was to, that was today's cruiserweight division.
7: Right. Yeah. So you know, it's, it listen these. Huge heavyweights are not new, right? What's new is the 12-round fight. That's what's new, uh, so talk- relatively speaking. I mean,
1: you're talking about what, big guys like Primavera? Uh, I mean, they didn't have the skills of big guys like like Lennox or like like uh, Fury, I don't think. I mean, well, there like, were, were big guys in boxing back day, Back in those days. To me, it was like a freak show, personally. But
7: well, if- it's a freak show now. Okay, I would argue that boxing, in terms of skill, has regressed. I mean, look at the heavyweights from the seventies, from the uh, you know, from that era, even the heavyweights from the nineties, and compare them to the heavyweights we have today. It's night and day. It's, it's not so, even
1: skilled. so. So, to you, like a goofy Lance, goofy Whitaker is better than than a than a Tyson Fury.
7: Well, all right. So, Lance Whitaker was a heavyweight from the nineties era, right? Now, I mean. You could argue. I personally would make the argument that the '90s was sort of like the second golden age of heavyweight boxing. I mean, look at the names that you had during the 1990s: Evander Holyfield, Riddick Bowe, Lennox Lewis. Okay, George Foreman. Uh, you know, those guys. Those guys are all Hall of Famers. All of them, exceptional fighters. What do we have today, outside of Tyson Fury? And I, and we look at Tyson Fury's resume. I have to ask the question: Who has the man beaten? Seriously, he beat an old Vladimir Klitschko, and really, that's it. Boy, and can
5: there's I, nothing can, else. Can I support? Can I support that argument? Larry Holmes fought Ernie Shavers twice. Ernie Shavers is considered the hardest hitting heavyweight of all time,
1: or one of. So and Larry fought him twice. So and, and and Wilder's considered one of the heavy heaviest hitters of all times, and Fury fought him three times. So I mean, yeah, but but you have to understand,
7: yeah. But if you remove Wilder from Fury's resume, what do you got? If you remove you got Klitschko, okay, an old an old Klitschko who was at no, the no, the, he wasn't that the, he wasn't
1: as old as the Klitschko that for AJ, with all due respect.
7: Uh, well, AJ. That's a whole nother conversation, right? And but listen, if you remove Wilder, yeah, from Fury's resume, yeah, there isn't much left. If you, you, you remove Sabers from you Larry Holmes' resume, Larry Holmes still has a resume and a damn good one.
1: All right, mm-hmm. so, so, so round it's two, right two day. round two. We got Larry Holmes. We got Tyson Fury. You may have just done it. You may end this in round two of this versus. So I'm going to put it up there right now. Holmes versus Fury chat. I'm going to ask you to vote. I'm also going to ask you to hit that like button. Keep going. No fight doctor.
7: Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, I, listen, um, size isn't everything, right? You can so, look, if you have the, uh, there's an old saying that a good beat man, a good beat, a good big man beats a good little man. Yes. But, in this comparison, you have a good beat, big man in Tyson Fury against an exceptional smaller heavyweight in Larry Holmes.
1: You don't Listen, you don't think we, that you don't think that Fury being able to do what he can do at six foot nine, two sixty plus, is is exceptional?
7: We've seen Fury struggle against heavyweights who have dimensions similar to Larry Holmes. I don't anyone. I mean, he got laced
1: and he still won like uh, eight. Uh,
7: eight, uh, eight, uh,
6: eight uh, he Steve Cunningham.
1: He still won at least eight of 12 rounds against Let me Cunningham. Ask you a question. Cunningham, Cunningham, hold up. I'll, then ask the question, please. Cunningham, he fought at what, 23, 24? Uh, he was a different fighter, and he ended that fight by brutal knockout. Stop it. So, but but go for it. By the way, chat, I just posted it in the link. We've got Fury, we've got Holmes. This is round two of Fury versus Fight Doctor. You could go ahead.
7: On the night of the Alawanin fight. If that had been Larry prime Larry Holmes instead of Otto Walleen, what would have happened? I'll tell you what I think would have happened. Tyson Fury gets stopped. Okay? Larry would have beat the dog shit out of Tyson Fury that night. Mm. No question. Okay? Listen, Larry Holmes comes from a whole different caliber, a whole different mentality, a whole different skill set, just a whole different everything. And he would have handled Tyson Fury. People okay. get caught well, up in the six nine and two sixty. Yeah, the bigger they are, trust. Okay. And it would have been timber. Okay, I mean, okay. We, got been- we got
1: ten seconds on the on the on the on the poll, and then I'm going to close it. So, if you want to get your vote in, make sure you do it in the next ten seconds. And then, I'm, then if if need be, we're going to go down the second route. And I'm looking for other names. Ken, you got any other names?
2: Kenny was- it, it it it's it's difficult to uh put some names in there against uh uh fury because everything becomes hypotheticals and oh you know like well, well, eye we- test I I, I I test stuff because yo look oh they fought 15 rounds back then they don't fight 15 rounds now oh Tyson fury don't got the gas tank he don't got the chin oh this guy did- – the I think that's what all op- opinionated nonsense that doesn't really make sense. Who says that Tyson Fury would do terrible in a fifteen round fi- round Who's fight? If I- any, if- uh- 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 allow me to finish, please. Sorry, if, anything, if anything, if anything. I think Tyson Fury would do amazing, better than all these other dudes in the 15 round fight because he has a, the the style that he fights. He fights with that type of style: stay away, hop around, throw a jab here, throw a cross, a massive jab. You know, that's his style. I, I see him doing better in the 15 round fight than he does in the 12 round fight because all I, you get the guy tired and get the guy tired and drown him in the deep water.
1: I, I agree. I agree, Kenny. And the other thing that people tend to forget when they bring up his condition in in uh, ahead of the of the uh, third fight with Wilder is that, I mean, there were legit journal or uh, journalists who were talking about the fact that the dude was sleeping on a hospital floor just a few a few weeks in front of that fight. Like he was not training well for that fight. Uh, his daughter was born with some complications and he was living in a, uh, on the floor of a, of a hospital like those aren't ideal training conditions uh, at all. So uh, fight, doctor. Uh thank you for dropping the Larry Holmes uh suggestion. Unfortunately, uh Fury has come out on top of Holmes. Um, so can I
5: can I just say Yeah. Um to any fight fans who don't really appreciate I mean it's clear to me when you pick Tyson Fury over Larry Holmes you lack knowledge of the old school fighters you're probably looking at larry holmes as the guy who lost to mike tyson forward 69 fights six defeats, three of them we're not even counting the two losses to spinks are disputable yeah in the same way you're gonna tell me lennox lewis beat up on on hollyfield i'm gonna tell you larry holmes beat Michael, oh, you, you,
1: you know that you know that Lennox beat up on hot on Holy I know that. I, I know, know that. that. Yeah, that I he, was there. He, he tra- I know. That. You just dropped off the dreads. Maybe you just didn't like that. <laughs> you know, is that is that why you you you're saying that Holyfield? <laughs> Phil- <laughs> Phil- Lennox, is my boy. Listen, I uh, went. I I
5: I grew up with Lennox's brother. Yeah, man. Yeah? Me and Lennox's brother and I are good friends. Going back years. I could tell you some stories but I can't on on air but yes. behind closed doors me and Lennox's brother are close. There you
1: go. Uh, all right, let me just let starts- me just think fight fight doctor real quick and then I want to bring on Hamed. Fight doctor, thank you for joining us, man.
7: Yo, listen, uh thank you for having me. Uh shout out to uh all the panelists. Um Kenny T and my brother uh what's your name, brother?
1: Uh, Tony. 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 Oh, he let me get, let me get let me get you on the record on this though. Right? Because this is gonna be the next one that I'm gonna take a poll on before we close out. Uh yes, sir. hashtag Taylor Serrano versus hashtag Stevenson Valdez. Gun to head, which one are you gonna watch if you if you have to choose between the two?
7: Uh Stevenson Valdez.
1: Book it. Thank you yeah. so much, fight Dog. No, listen, listen. Just yeah.
7: real quick, real quick. 48 and no people. Forty-eight and zero—that was Larry Holmes's record going into the first Spinks fight. Why, yeah. Let that let that sink in for a second. What yeah, heavyweight sir. has done that in the modern era? Forty-eight and zero. Tell that's them, a, brother. That's a long time to be on top. It's a long time to be on top.
5: And the people that know know Larry Holmes was robbed because he was forty-eight
7: and zero. Well, Larry Larry Holmes, was exactly. Father, Holmes exactly. Larry Holmes made the comment about Rocky Marciano and that he did not indeed the boxing establishment. Okay.
1: Trust and believe. You got to take the title from the champion. Thank you so much. I got Hamed waiting to come on. Appreciate it. Fight doctor. Come again, please.
7: Yes, sir. Peace.
1: All right. Fight doctor. We got Hamed in the building. Hamed, it's been too long, bro. How's it going? Is Hamed there? Hamed is not with us.
5: Please take that comment off the screen. That guy easier. is
1: dreaming. I,
2: I, I, I found that pretty funny. That's why I put it on the screen.
1: See, <laughs> You want to know, know, know something? <laughs> My thinks he's right. Six foot nine, 260 plus. Look, at the end of the day, I mean, there's a big difference between going mano a mano with Joe Frazier at the Garden and going mano a mano with the Gypsy King at Wembley, 6'9", 260. World's never seen anybody like it, I'm just saying. Look, in terms of greatness of the man, greatness of the man, greatness of the man is second to none of any athlete in any sport. Footwork, the any speed, any sport, the, the elusivity. Sport. You know what,
5: my brother, my brother. What?
1: My what? Astro,
5: you,
1: know, hey. you know what, you look at the end of the day, <laughs> we could have a discussion about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and how great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was as a basketball player and how great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was on the court. Okay, was on the court uh, as a as a basketball player in his time. But Yo. if you ask me, is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, you know, dominating the game in 2022 the way he dominated it in the 1970s? He's going to get dominated. Or he's he's not dominating the game like he was in the 70s if he's playing today. Anna, he was, my, yeah. my brother, my brother, my brother, my brother, my, my brother, my, my Ali is from a different area. Al- Al- Ali's from an era where a heavyweight was maestro, maestro. Hold up, in- my brother, I love Al- you. Al- Ali's from an era where he was beating up on heavyweights that weren't even two hundred pounds. Guys, tall heavyweight- yes. a tall heavyweight back then was six foot. Three. I need to kill. I need to kill
5: your your your, your comparison that? of Kareem. Come on now, Kareem is playing in an era where people fought on the court. These oh. guys today, they got nappies on. They wouldn't live in the 80s. They wouldn't live. Do you think Giannis or my guy at the 76ers, um, what's his name? Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid could live with Patrick Ewing and Charles Oakley? Giannis, Are, you mad? Giannis, Are you is mad? Better,
1: Giannis is way better than Ewing. What he's you want better as would? a
5: player, you but he the wouldn't
1: survive. He got that the little elbow, elbow jump shot. He ain't still getting that. He ain't going coast to coast with the rock, putting it behind his back. See, this is the thing. This is the difference Man. between the new era and the old era. The old era always wants to make out that they were tougher, stronger. Better they were tougher than the new era. But they at the were. end of the day, I said this on the undefeated. Okay. Pele was great for his time, but he Pele in any era. Pele ain't fucking with 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 run with Cristiano Ronaldo. You're mad. You're he ain't mad. With Cristiano Ronaldo. He You're ain't, mad. He ain't messing even with Mbappe. You know how many he goals my man scored. Mbappe right now. He ain't messing. Do you know with-
5: how many goals my man scored.
1: Yeah, again in any era. He could have played any position scoring, on the pitch. He was, he was scoring goals against guys that were smoking cigarettes at halftime and drinking drinking vodka and tequila and all kind of other Did he still score the goals? Yeah, but against who how though? many
5: World Cups did he win?
1: Against who though? How many World Cups did he, you, he win? Let me ask you this. Let me how ask how many World
5: Cups did he win, brother? I know he
1: won a lot of World Cups, but let me ask you this right. How many has Messi got? Yeah, but who is Messi? How play- many has Ronaldo got? Who is Messi playing against? Like, here's my thing. Check this. Wilt Chamberlain scored 100 points in a basketball game. Do you, really think, do you really think that J- Wilt Chamberlain is scoring 100 points in the NBA in 2022?
2: No. He, he okay. won't score 30. And,
1: and Explain to me why
5: boxing is any different because it's harder in the 80s than it is in
2: 2010. Okay, that's, in a bit, that, that, that's exactly why I, I, I was not arguing the whole Tyson Fury or any of that against uh, these guys. Yeah. Yeah, that. I that's, mean, that's I you're how crazy if you think
5: today's heavyweights are much better than the 1980s I, I do. I, I, guess, I, I guess I'm crazy. crazy. I, do. I,
2: I am crazy. Yeah. I'm flat out insane because I you're, do you're,
3: feel that today's heavyweights are better than back in the day's heavyweights.
5: By telling me, Let me that tell you these stuff. guys today, like,
1: Povetkin,
5: Pulev could mess around with Ernie Shavers. I ain't
1: I ain't talking about Pulev. I'm talking about the Gypsy Kid. But those are the
5: guys on his record, guy.
1: Okay, so let me check. Let check this. All right, you're not gonna like his
5: record. You're you're not
1: gonna like me saying this, right? But Lennox Lewis beats Ali, beats Foreman, beats Frazier, beats Holmes, beats. Uh, Shay, all of these dudes you've been mentioning, Lennox Lewis beats all of them. And Tyson, how do, how, Tyson, Fury, Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury is the best heavyweight since Lennox Lewis. You see, here's the thing. I you ain't gonna, do
2: that poll though. I, hold on, you're skipping
1: the I was, question. I was gonna save Lennox to the to the end because Lennox is the only person that's that's messing with Tyson Fury as far as I'm concerned. Okay. And I mean me- we don't we
2: don't we don't have any more takers for who would so I think it is time for, for, for the Lennox versus Fury conversation yeah I think we
1: gotta go with Lennox versus Fury but here here and we'll talk about this this is a good one to end on Lennox versus Fury then we'll get into the female versus the male card later and at the end to, to close things off Lennox Lewis 6'5 250 at certain times I think his ideal rate would have been like 250, okay um but Lennox Lewis dominated everybody he ever fought, including the two guys that he lost to. Um, the two guys he lost to, obviously, were Oliver McCall and Hasim Rahman. I thought that the Oliver McCall stoppage was premature. He was up on his feet. He was asking to continue. Ref didn't allow it to continue. The fight against Rahman was just poor training. He underestimated him. He got knocked out. He came back. He avenged a loss. Uh, we've seen... Fury get knocked down four times by Deontay Wilder. Now, here's my thing. If Deontay Wilder can knock down Fury four times, Lennox Lewis can knock down Fury four times. But Lennox Lewis ain't going uh, Haymaker style after Fury after knocking him down like Wilder did. He can't control himself. He doesn't really know how to finish guys if he doesn't get them up out of there off one shot. Lennox does. I think Lennox Lewis could beat Tyson Fury. But having said that, given that Lewis lost to Rachman and to McCall, I also think that Fury could beat Lennox. So what we're really talking about is a trilogy fight. Who wins the trilogy fight? That's how I see it. We got Hamed joining us. Hamed, how do you see things, fam? think hamed's got some issues with his mic because i can't hear him even though he came off a mute let me go to you tony so once
5: again this is one of those a guy fighting in a different era with a completely set um different set of opponents during his era dominated Mm -hmm. his era to me because his era showed him to have the, the 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 skills necessary to dominate in that era, it shows me he's going to beat the guy of this era who has nobody to beat.
1: Yeah. I mean, when you say nobody. I
5: mean, just look at. Mean, I'm
1: looking again I, I, at. New Ola. That was a major statement by Tony. That's a major. We need to pause and let that, that breathe. Marinate. We need to let that marinate. And then I'm going to bring Nando in because Nando just called in. I got him on the line on hold. Nando, hold on. Because Tony just said that Tyson Fury's got nobody to beat. So in other words, Tony just said that AJ's a nobody. Did you guys pick that up? I picked it up. Did you pick it up? AJ is not in the running for AJ, shit. He's it he's would be Usy. Seriously, it's not. It would be Usyk. We're all saying it. So finish that thought, though, Tony, and then I'm going to bring on Nando. So- that so just, don't don't to, heavyweights. just to tell you
5: AJ won and again I was there in my own hometown, London 2012. AJ lost his first round fight in the Olympics. He lost the final in the Olympics yet he won gold. He was the he was the chosen one from that tournament. his, his, his amateur pedigree is not fantastic. But then he comes into the pros, he learns one or two things, and then he's on a career path. And he looks great. He, he's got the fantastic body, the, the chiseled chin. The You know, he looks great, and he's, he's, the, he's a dream. He becomes this huge cash cow for Sky Boxing, which has now become the greatest platform in boxing history. Yeah? And now, all of a sudden, he loses. Better than HBO? No, not not better than HBO, but right now of this of this where we are right now.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'll finish that but, thought uh, and go to Nando. Yeah.
5: So, you know, Anthony Joshua loses. He he loses badly. And he just about wins the, the rematch. Well, right, he 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 clearly won the rematch. But let's be honest, we're all tainting that win because it's like, what the hell? Yeah. And then he gets totally outboxed by Usyk. Right now, the AJ stock is oh, Almost stopped
1: by Usyk. Let's keep it real.
5: It's plummeting. the The stock is plummeting. If you had, if you had Bitcoin on on AJ NSF, you you you're losing. You're losing. And as you Kenny says. We don't think he wins the. Me, he and I both agree. I don't think AJ w- wins the rematch.
1: No, I think we all agree on that. I've been saying so that. So
5: by that, by definition, right now, Tyson Fury beating AJ does nothing for his legacy. It doesn't mean anything. AJ on your record is not is not a great win.
1: Not unless AJ beats Usyk, and it doesn't sound like any of us think he's going to do that. Let's bring on. N- Let's bring on Nando real quick. Nando, what's good, fam? Hey, what's up, Tony? What's up, Master? What's up, Kenny? How hey. Good, bro. How's Thank going, you, bro. Hey,
4: I just want to call in. Look, I'm in my 40s. I'm a child of the 80s, right? So I grew up through all these eras. I've seen all these guys when I was a little kid, before I even knew what boxing was. I saw Larry Holmes. fight Jerry Cooney with my dad. Took me to go watch that fight at my uncle's house, right? So I've been watching boxing for a very long time. And I'm an old head. But I'm going to defend this era of heavyweights, man. Because this era of heavyweights is one of the best ones we've seen in a long time. It's very deep. You can mix and match and make a lot of great fights, man. Like, a lot of people are overrating a lot of these guys from the 70s, man. A lot of guys from the 70s, like uh, Norton, like Ernie Shavers, they were talented, but they were flawed. And they would have fit in right in with this era of heavyweights also. There's a lot of talented but flawed heavyweights in this era too, you know. And people disrespecting AJ. AJ's very talented, man. Like, he, he's going through some trial and tribulations, man. But all the great heavyweights have. You know, Foreman. He retired for 20 years. Muhammad Ali, he lost to, he lost to Joe Frazier. Um Lance Lewis, he got, he lost twice, right, by upset, right. This happens, man. For all we Mike know, Mike Tyson went to prison to...
1: and had to come back out of prison.
4: Exactly, man. He said, you know, it's just no, it's a normal part of life, man. For people to be uh, so thoroughly down on AJ, I don't think that's respectful either, man. Because if he knocks out Usyk, he's right back in the game, man. That's a major fight, and you can't tell me that that's, that might not happen, man. But like you know, it's just people need to enjoy this era of heavyweights, man. Because I'm loving it. I've been watching watching boxing for over thirty years, man. I'm loving this era of uh, heavyweights, man. This is the best era of heavyweights since the 90s. And that uh, era got disrespected at the time,
1: too. Yeah, that, that, I remember the 90s era of heavyweight was getting disrespected by the older heads. You know, oh, yeah. you know, Mike Tyson's only not good right now because they took away his best years. And this isn't the great Mike, even though Mike was like in his early 30s, they kept acti- acting like they're giving excuses for the dude. But look, think of the guys we had in the 90s. We had Mercer, right? We had... Lewis right we had Tyson Holyfield we had Bo right we had a resurging George Foreman right um Michael, and Mora. Michael Moore yeah I mean there were a lot of dudes back then in the 90s and then we had like that second tier of the contenders but our second tier right now ain't that bad either when you got guys like Joe Joyce and 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 Joe Parker I'm actually I see he's he's chuckling at me mentioning these names. He's chuckling. Hey, we got
4: some talented youngsters, too, man. We got some talented youngsters. Dubois.
1: Dubois. Anderson.
4: You know, he's chuckling That's... even more. He's laughing. Oh, my God. No way. I watch the box fight as long as you have, Tony. Yeah. Hey, I know this game, homie. <laughs>
1: All right, so let's go to the super chat, Brandon. Thank you so much. Brandon says we diminished AJ for fighting six top ten fighters, but we praise Fury for only beating three top ten fighters in ten years. A lot of bias, Brandon. I'm not. I'm not diminishing AJ when I say this. But guys, everyone from Nando to Tony to Kenny, feel free to disagree with me. Fury beats Takam. Fury beats Parker. Fury beats. Uh, Polev. Fury beats Prince Charles Martin. In fact, I can't think of a weaker opponent to win your title from than Prince Charles Martin. Uh, Fury already proved that he beat um, uh, uh, Dillian White. Dominic Brazil. Dominic Brazil. All of these dudes, like, I get what you're saying, but I, I don't agree that, like, Fury doesn't beat any of those guys. And honestly, I thought that he got a lot of help from the referee against Takam and against Parker. The referee did not allow either of those two guys to get busy on the inside, and we know that that's AJ's Achilles heel, all right? Um, Anytime the fight went in in close, AJ was allowed to clinch, and the referee immediately broke these guys up and didn't allow people to work out from the inside. So that's my own opinion, but look, I'm not trying to diminish AJ. I don't think anyone else is here. We're just keeping it real. When you look at his record, and when you look at the way he avenged that that Ruiz loss, it left a lot to be desired, especially if you're comparing it to the way Lennox avenges losses against Rachman and against uh, all of them, McCall. Um, let's go back to... I just go want for to it.
2: Chop, on, chop it up on that a second. Because uh, yeah. I, I do feel... There's an echo. I do feel that... Tyson Fury is great, and I also feel like AJ is great. I just I don't think that there's a comparison going on at all whatsoever. See, the greatest thing that Tyson Fury could have ever done was beat the shit out of Deontay Wilder three times. Ain't nobody else done that, and anybody else in the heavyweight division who you put in against Deontay Wilder, the motherfuckers are in trouble. Okay, you put Deontay Wilder against anybody, and including that person, AJ. Wilder, including AJ, including Usyk, including any fucking body, you put Deontay Wilder against them, and they're in trouble. Tyson Fury whooped that man's ass three times. Not not beat him, whooped him. So yeah, yeah that's exactly. that, that, that's where all the facts come in. It's not about, oh, this guy's resume to that guy's resume and this guy's fought so many better. No, 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 no. Look, you can have one win that trumps every other win uh, that trumps in a man's entire resume. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, think, yeah. Think, 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 think about it if, if Canelo would have beat Mayweather. You know
1: what I'm saying? it would have been a big win for sure. I'm going to end the win. poll I'm going to end the poll right here though. Uh believe it or not, Lennox came out on top against the Gypsy King Tyson Fury and I can't agree with that. Lennox Lewis is able to to find a way to win. Um definitely in rematches and even in fights a, a lot of people had him down against Vitali Klitschko and he ended that fight by technical knockout, you know, brutalizing him cutting him up bad, savaging him, forcing a stoppage. So there we go. Uh, let's try Hamed one more time. Nando, I want to thank you for joining us, fam. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Absolutely, Nando. Keep calling in. Keep keep uh, uh, staying active on the channel. Let's go to N- Hamed. Hopefully four times a charm with Hamed. Hamed, can you hear us? <laughs> can you hear me now? Yes! Hamed, loud and clear. <laughs>
3: Back. All right, all right, all right. So, there you so, go. What are your thoughts, so, man? What would you guys argue? What's the um, argument? Who's got a better so resume not, or who is we we're, we're,
1: we're not arguing. We're doing Fury versus. So Fury versus Holmes, we did that. We did Fury versus – sorry, actually, we did Fury versus Usyk. We we uh, all right. talked That's about right. it back and forth. We gave – it. The, the, the chat spoke. They gave it to Fury. Then we did Fury versus Holmes. The chat spoke. Yeah, yeah, they gave it to Fury. Then we did Fury versus Lennox. The chat spoke. They gave it to Lennox. Uh, yeah. No, then, they gave it to Fury. Sorry, sorry. No, they gave it to Lennox. They gave it to Lennox. Okay. Lennox oh, okay. came out on top. Yeah. Le- yeah, Le- yeah, then, Le- uh, yeah. Yeah. And then we were kind of arguing whether or not the over the uh, the old school is overrated and the the new school being underrated, which I actually think is the case. The old the old heads always overrate Le- the old school. Oh, back in my day, you know, when I was watching Marciano, Marciano would have knocked out Ali. Like, that's what they were saying in Ali's time. <laughs> right? And then now in 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 Lennox time, yeah. they're saying, oh, well, Lennox is doing good, but, you know, uh, Joe... He Fried, couldn't live with Holmes. ...would have locked out Lennox Lewis. And now we're doing he this... couldn't thing. live with
3: Holmes. What's he I couldn't saying? live with Holmes. But go go. I mean, could can, 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 can I just see? Can I see? We all agree Larry Holmes is uh, arguably a top five heavyweight, and resume wise, he has got double the amount of fights of Fury. But if you watch this fight with Jerry Cooney, who I don't think is better than Fury, Jerry Cooney gave him a good fight. I know he got knocked out in the end, and I remember he and Fury were arguing about that. But if we're talking about head to head, I do think Fury would have the size and uh, style to cause uh, Holmes problems and perfectly beat him. But if we're talking about who's greater, I think. Lennox and Holmes at the moment have got a much better resume. That's not even an argument. I would have liked to have seen how Lennox would have dealt with Fury, but I can't see how Fury beats Lennox. I'd have to see Fury fight a couple more times because Lennox, you know, would punch he, under would box. he would have mashed him up. He would have busted him up just
1: like yeah, he did the. F-
5: Guys, very quickly, how does how does Tyson Fury overcome Larry Holmes on his toes, snapping out that jab? Just please
1: explain that to me. I'll explain it to you. He gets he gets on the inside. He smothers him. He leans on his neck. He moves him around. He uses every bit of that two hundred and sixty. What against the
5: fleet footed Larry Holmes, who, who could dance baby. around for fifteen rounds? For fifteen rounds, did you see Larry Holmes fifteen round I fight with that, Ken I didn't,
1: Norton? I didn't see Larry Holmes dealing with a six nine two sixty 260. Yeah, that, that, that's a good point. Okay. Come that's on now,
5: I, hang on. Wait, one, how you... old was Larry Holmes? Huh? Oh, sorry. Did you say
1: Tyson Fury? Yeah, I said six yeah. nine two sixty Tyson. Sorry,
7: yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yo, that's a lot to deal with, bro. That's a lot to deal with, fam. Size nah, matters. bro. My... Size matters.
5: Size doesn't oh. matter. I told you before. There's plenty examples
3: of small guys beating big guys.
1: Not great, big guys. Oh,
3: who did who yeah, they they Larry Moon beat? That great. Who did Larry Holmes beat? Like, who do you say Larry Holmes beat that had a similar stature? Well, people style, like, people like, beauty. like to talk about him beating
5: I could give you really You really are showing naivety by saying no, who don't. did Larry Holmes beat? know, I'm just Because seeing. Trevor Burbick in his heyday. Tim Witherspoon in his heyday. Uh, uh, Michael
1: right. in his heyday. Tony Tony, 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 Come on, guys. Tim, Tim Witherspoon and Trevor Burbick, were all due respect him. different fighters. Out of out of out of out of Canada via Jamaica. What the hell is Trevor Burbick doing to Tyson Fury? Come on, Tyson dog! Like the... Tim Witherspoon <laughs> against Tyson Fury. Are you seriously saying that? Tim
5: Witherspoon's a good fighter, bro. I'm not you, saying he's the different. You're underrating you're, you're underrating. you're
1: underrating the capabilities of Tim Witherspoon. Lennox Lennox could cut somebody up. We saw it against Vitaly Klitschko. Put Lennox in the position that that Waleen was in against Fury. Fury's getting stopped. Yeah,
3: Fury's yeah getting... Lennox beat him. I I can't see Fury beating Lennox. I would have liked to have seen it because I would have liked to have seen how Fury would have approached the fight because Fury can what's it called fight on the inside and on the outside, but I just can't see how he keeps Lennox off him. Uh,
2: yeah. I I know I know exactly what he'd do. He he he'd follow the same same identical exact game plan that he did against uh, Dr. Iron Hammer Fist, whatever the hell his nickname is. Uh, it, 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 it's going to be a, a jab, little push off, and grab. And a couple of dirty body uppercuts <laughs> inside movements. And then push him off, get his distance again, come inside, get that jab in, and grab again. Bro, it's going to be the entire fight. That's exactly how he would put Lennox Lewis's game plan to sleep. Now I'm not saying that he would win
1: against Lennox Lewis. But that's exactly what he would do. The
2: same thing. doing it as hard as
1: You know what Lennox Lewis has for that though? Check out that fight with Vitali when Vitali was trying to lean in over him, and Lennox stepped back, boom with yeah. the uppercut, rocked his head all the way backwards. Anyway. I mean, Tyson Fury is also
2: a lot larger, longer. His reach, his weight, everything is so much bigger in Paul's than all these other guys. So his weight, his reach, everything. That's all going to come into effect. He's bigger than both of the Klitschko's.
1: All right. I'm, I got to ask the panel. And now
2: Hamas yeah,
3: I
1: I No, he won't. I got to ask the panel to do something for me. Do a favor for Maestro. All right? You got to pretend your wife's not listening. You got to pretend your girlfriend's not listening. You gotta to get dudes in trouble. You, you gotta, you gotta pretend that the that the feminazis aren't listening. That we're gonna get <laughs> judged, okay, for having an opinion about something. But what I want to know, we got a big card taking place at the Garden. I'm gonna be going to this card, okay, live in Madison Square Garden. I got credentialed for it. I'm gonna be part of Fight Week, okay. But we also got a big card out there in Las Vegas, Unified. 130 pound championship between Shakur Stevenson and Oscar Valdez. My question to you is, and again, we're all, you know, we're all friends and family here, right? I want you to keep it honest, all right? Are you going to be, if it comes to it and they're head to head, what are you watching live? Are you watching amanda serrano and katie taylor or are you watching shakur stevenson and oscar valdez kenny you're up first
2: i'll tell you right off the bat hands down i'm watching shakur stevenson and oscar valdez this uh, that's you know people are even gonna get upset but that that's i think that that's kind of even a joke of a question i don't <laughs> think that the, the the sport uh like uh the abilities of a female athlete do not compare to the abilities of a male athlete. And, the, and it, it, that's just is what it is. A male athlete punches harder. A male athlete throws more punches. A male, uh, excuse me, uh, not athlete, boxer. Um, a male boxer throws more punches. A male boxer has more power. A male boxer has longer reach. A male boxer works harder and moves around more in the ring. and The, the training is just that much more severe, and you expect that much more when watching a uh, uh, male's box. But this the fight this weekend with Katie Taylor and Serrano is going to be out, a, a historical, lovable moment. It's just that Bob Arum fucked him over. Bob Arum fucked him over, and he shouldn't have made the, that fight card at the same time. It's completely fucked up. Because if you're going to make a dude like me choose, I am hands down Valdez and Stevenson.
1: You know what I'm saying? I understand what you're saying. I, I hear you loud and clear. Tony. In this scenario, where both are live and they're both going head to head. We got two main events. We got two big fights. Which one do you choose to watch live, Tony? So once
5: again, I'm going to refer to my time in New York where I've had time to meet and greet my dear friend, Ashikur Nafi Shahid Stevenson. I'm going with my boy. (laughs) This this fight with the women, it's historic. Like Kenny says, it's a great fight on paper. I hope it it, it delivers in the ring. But Shakur Stevenson is the dream, bro.
1: Yeah, I mean it, it's 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 uh, it, it's true. Alhamdulillah, you know Shakur Stevenson. You know he, he's got the skills to pay the bills. Uh, I I'm expecting him to put a beat down on Valdez this weekend. He may even stop him to be honest with you. Uh, he turned up the gas full blast on, 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 uh, Jamel Herring Jamel Herring, you know, mm. and, and I'm, I'm expecting him to, to not put it on simmer for this fight on Saturday. I'm, I'm expecting it to be all the way on, on, on maximum, uh, this Saturday, but Ahmed, what, what are your thoughts if they're head to head and you have to choose to watch one live, I know Kenny said this was a stupid question, <laughs> but I still have to ask you for your thought on it. What are you watching live?
3: Uh, bad, it might be bad. unpopular opinion, but I'm gonna. I probably would watch the Serrano fight just because I'm not oh, sure he's gonna he win that a fight. question. And I no, bro. I, he's, say, he's saying that for the
2: ladies. He's saying that for the ladies. He's going on a date this weekend. You know, he doesn't no, want his date no, to no, be mad.
3: <laughs> The Shakur Stevenson fight, I think we all agree he's a clear favorite. If I want if I wanted to see a fight where I don't know what's gonna happen, I'd rather watch the other fight. But I'm I'm not mad either way. I, I think they both could fight. I just think Valdez is a huge underdog in that fight. I mean if he wins, I've seen uh I, I have seen crazy things happen, but I just can't see him winning after seeing his last fight with the Serrano Taylor fight. I think that's a genuine fifty-fifty fight, but you know, women's boxing, not everyone's cup of tea. I'm not really a big fan, but this is a fight that I would genuinely have some interest because I've heard a lot about Saran who people are saying she's one of the greatest. So I would just like to see, i, I like to see both fights, but if I had to choose, I'd probably go with that.
1: I've said, it to, I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. Okay? The number one fight to be made in women's boxing is Clarissa Shields' Okay, against Savannah Marshall. And I'm going to tell you why. There is the possible, if not probable, let's just say possible outcome of a KO because of Savannah Marshall. We got to see how Clarissa deals with that power. I will be shocked if there is a knockout in uh, Katie Katie Taylor against Amanda Serrano. Uh, It's going to be a very closely contested chess match for all 10 rounds. Um, honestly, the outcome by Stevenson, uh, over Valdez, as much as we may think that it's a foregone conclusion, we still don't know how it's going to end. Can Shakur yeah. get the KO? Might he have to get off the canvas? Yeah, that, that's a good point. What fight are you watching? Might Valdez have to get off the canvas? Let me tell you something. Nobody's getting off the canvas at MSG on Saturday. It's 10 two-minute <laughs> rounds. Two highly skilled female fighters. Neither of them is going to be putting the other one on the ground. Neither is going to be knocking the other person out. I'll catch that one on replay if it comes head-to-head. I'm just saying. I'm actually intrigued. Can Shakur get the stoppage? Can Valdez clip him with something on a counter shot and make him battle through adversity? There are scenarios at play that make it appealing for me to – have to watch that one live, although Maestro can't even give an opinion on this, really, because I'm going to be at the garden. So if it is head to head, I have no choice. But if I was going to be watching it at home, I might have to. I, I would also have to agree with Tony and, and Kenny. I'm going to have
3: to go. Can I add? Can I add? The oh, Stevenson's oh, oh. fight with Nakatilia and some of his fights have been really boring. Like Stevenson could pour a glass eye to sleep. So I, I don't know. Some people, I think, put been too much stock into this. If it's going to be an exciting fight, it's more to do with Valdez. I personally, I think it will be a good fight, but I would up like, put my hat on it. Like, you know, Stevenson is a guy that I, a lot of his fights have put me to like sleep. I haven't. I thought the Jamal Henry fight was a good fight, but I have not been too excited. In a lot of his fights, but hopefully he could well, prove me well, wrong
1: this weekend. Well, Hamed, Hamed, Inshallah, we get a we get a good close fight, uh, an exciting <laughs> fight uh, in in Vegas between uh, yeah. Valdez and Stevenson. Um, I'm actually hoping we get two really good fights. Hamed, yeah. any, anything else you want to drop before I let you go and before we close up out? Because I know it's late. For Tony, yeah, as yeah. Nas said in the super chat, it's getting late out there for Tony. Yeah,
3: yeah. I would just say, I do think Fury is the favourite against Usyk. But if there's one guy that I think could beat him right now, it's Usyk. I think Fury will destroy g- guys like AJ, Dilla White. We've seen what, ha- what happened to him. But I find it funny how the same people that are picking Dilla White now are riding with Usyk. To me, it seems like they just have an agenda against Fury. <laughs> but I mean, hopefully we see the fight. Because I think if Usyk wins a rematch. Because I think that is yeah. the best fight to happen. But we'll, see, we'll see what happens uh yeah. Ahmed, come back please always right. to talk to you brother
1: uh always appreciate your convos and your updates on our group chat you one of the best out there keep uh keep in contact and again please come back soon that's how i yeah,
3: appreciate it, appreciate it. You appreciate it. Good, good
1: show, absolutely thank you hamed you take care all right nice all right so big up to nancy from boxing republic straight out of dallas texas I got to always love Nancy and her takes. She says I might be the only woman in this chat and I'm watching Valdez Stevenson. You know. And again, I'm not knocking knocking the fight this Saturday. It's a big fight. Uh but I think it, it, it the, the scenarios are 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 there um for for interest more for me anyways in Valdez Stevenson. And you know what the poll seems to agree we had 72% say that if it comes down to it, that's the one that they're going to watch live okay that's the one that they're gonna watch live Tony um big yourself up Bridget and let people know where they can catch you and I'm actually gonna drop the link to your latest episode it's on the undisputed channel I want to make sure everybody goes out there and checks it out but much appreciated brother so
5: yeah my name is Tony aka the pugilist boy um, I can be caught every Tuesday at 8 p.m. UK time on the channel called The Undefeated Podcast. That's the name of the channel, The Undefeated Podcast. Every Tuesday, I chop it up and I know my partner in crime, Based the Kid, is in the chat. So come join us tomorrow as we break down the, the fights from the previous weekend and we look at the fights upcoming It's a great conversation. We give you the technical uh, breakdown. Um, So, yeah, thank you very much once again, Maestro, for allowing me to come on. Kenny, respect as
1: always, my brother. Absolutely. And you got to come out and check out Kenny and me next time you're in in New York City. Sure Uh, will. Absolutely, uh, brother. Absolutely. We'll link up. But definitely check out my brother, Base the Kid. Definitely check out my brother, Tony Pugilist Boy. All right, they have the breakdown. I just dropped the link in the chat, so make sure you go and you check that out. Tony, thank you so much for joining us for Mano on Mano tonight. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. Later, brother. So that was Tony Pugilist boy, Kenny T-K-O-Kenny. Okay, any last thoughts? This was a special episode, bro. We went a, a lot longer than usual, but you know what? It was a big weekend. Yeah, you know, uh, Tyson Fury left us
2: with a lot to speak about. And so did uh, uh, Dillian White with his, you know, push gate and the complaining and the l- less preparation than we thought he had. It is what it is. It was a, a great weekend, great fight, lots of exciting, excitement, and we had a lot to talk about. So, you know, I'm good to go. Uh, we'll definitely see you guys next week on Monday. I'll be live on Wednesday on my own channel, uh, Knocked Out by Kenny. And, yeah. Subscribe to my channel. Follow me on social media at the real K.O. Kenny. Much love. Always respect, man.
1: Absolutely. Look, uh, join the discussion. Uh, Drop a comment if you can. Uh, If you want me to ask a question of Eddie Hearn, of Jake Paul, of Amanda Serrano, of Katie Taylor, of any one of these people, drop it in the chat. All right. I'll do my best and I'll also big you up, especially if you're a member. I'll say xyz member eddie hearn is asking you this question i'll make sure i get that done so also get in a membership if you can join the channel always great to get new members and subscribers hit that like button hit the notification bell make sure you hit the link to knocked out by kenny make sure you also hit the link that i put in there to uh tony's channel um well undefeated channel a big fan of the undefeated and all the work that they do and i will be back for episode of punchlines sometime soon definitely i'm gonna try try to drop like three or four this week i gotta start putting out more more stuff more content all right um kenny thank you so much fam always a pleasure and you and uh
0: that's it everybody i hear you you baby she was all right you know what i'm saying
2: we knocked him out again, baby. Hey, we hey, definitely hey, did. We hey, hey, hey,
0: hey, nigga, Pete, though. If you SBA pay, you call me Young Repo, Old Debo. You can rapidly move your feet, so. But nigga, what's graphics to a cheat code? You know that guarantee for the hood, turn your cheetah into Cheetos. Flamin'. Flaming, nigga, thinky banging. I'll make you take your chain out of places you should tuck your chain in below you can get it back if you pay him i make you smith a will if you ever think about jaden quit the parading lighten up like raiden at your age stop acting like you're asian talking like a shaman make this trip short like a ride around the caymans all that shit you saying this nigga acting like he was balling out in chrome hearts came out with a bag smaller than some phone parts fuck out of here